0: You're listening to Business in Bloom, a podcast for creatives and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and creative business coach, Anna Levy, and we'll explore topics on self-belief, creativity, and what it means to run a business on your own terms. Hello, and welcome back to episode 94. Today's episode is part two of my conversation with Astrid. And last week we spoke about Substack and what it is and when it's a good choice for business owners. And today we're going to briefly chat about Astrid's choice to move away from social media and how you might want to consider marketing your business away from the likes of Instagram. So let's jump straight in. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit because um, as as you've kind of mentioned, um, you left social media over a year ago now. You've decided to kind of um, market your business in other ways. So I'm curious whether you're able to tell us a little bit about that decision and, and kind of what prompted it, I guess.
1: Yeah, so for me, social media in this sense for me was only Instagram. I mm. For my business, I was never really on on Facebook and personally um been a long while since i've since i've been on facebook and instagram for me always felt like something that i thought i had to do um and something that i had very little control over and that just didn't sit right with me i felt lots of pressure and i felt like i was playing a game but i didn't know the rules and i really 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 hated (laughs) that um i was rewarded for my attention and for the time that I spent on the platform Uh, and that just felt not right for me I also have to say that I never sold much through it and I know that I've had conversations with other people who say well I do sell a lot through Instagram um, which you know is fine Uh, and I'm definitely not saying that Instagram is is evil um, or that we shouldn't be on it and I still Help my clients with it if they if they want to. But for me, I decided to take a break in October 2021. I just um, finished launching a um, a guide, kind of a workbook, to boundaries in your business, and I've been spending quite a bit of time being on. And I decided to take a break when um, I hadn't really set myself a duration. Um, then unrelated to the launch, I slipped into a period of of clinical depression. Um, so social media was definitely not on my mind. Um, and then by the time I, I, I started to recover a couple of months later, I realized that I didn't miss Instagram. Um, so I posted a post saying like, you know, come find me elsewhere. just a kind Mm. of almost an out-of-office reply saying you know i'm not hanging out here anymore but if you want to find me sign up for my newsletter or read my blog um pinterest uh, whatever um and i made that move kind of final in i don't even know when but sometime over the past eight months i archived my account which I think it means that people can't find me anymore, but I can still reactivate. Um, But I've not, I've not missed it since, I have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of people making that decision and and moving away. And and in fact, a few people who are followed over onto Substack as a a kind of uh, another platform where they feel like they can um, perhaps write long form content that, you used to be able to write slightly longer captions on Instagram, as an example. I don't even know if people read those anymore, in all honesty. Um, yeah, I think the platform has changed quite a lot over the last few years. Um, so I have seen quite a few people making the same decision.
1: Yeah, and I think the decision is, it, it really, what I said earlier, that not joining Substack out of a kind of FOMO feeling I think if you're happy on Instagram, uh, then by all means, hang out on Instagram or hang out on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Um, But it just never felt right to me. And I got to this point, I mean, I've done like a bunch of experiments and decreased my posting and and whatever. Um, But I just got to this point where I thought it's my business. Why should Mm -hmm. I be spending time on something that doesn't make me happy? Um, yeah. And and yeah, it's it's been great. <laughs>
0: mm. Well, I think what's important and um, what you've mentioned as well is if it's not actually generating any sales to your business, and perhaps not necessarily growing your audience in the way that you would like, that then translates into sales. I suppose there's also that question of you know what am I doing it for? Because, like you said earlier, it's designed to make you want or need to spend as much time as possible on the platform and actually what that does is it eats into your working day hugely it obviously we mentioned the kind of doom scrolling it's you know encourages that massively and actually is it is it beneficial financially is it beneficial to you know in terms of your well-being because that's the other thing that perhaps people are are finding often when they perhaps take a break is that actually I feel so much better without kind of, you know, going on and losing hours of my life to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think even if you are making sales through Instagram, but if you're feeling miserable, um, Mm. there's still, you can still leave. It probably takes a little bit more planning, um, but you can still leave. And I think one of the things that I found also not very sort of sympathetic, about Instagram is that it, they want you to stay on the app which I completely understand from their perspective but I want people to go to for instance my website or places where they can find out more about me yeah uh, so that also felt very that that really clashed for me as well
0: yeah and so given that you you know still haven't changed your mind you're still off Instagram for the time being are you likely to stay off social media for good is that something that you've thought about or are you just kind of taking it as it as it comes yeah it, i mean it's i find it hard to say like forever um <laughs> yeah but but for now i
1: i see no reason to, yeah. to to join again and sometimes i will click on the link um that goes to instagram but i never spend a lot of time there mm. uh, anymore
0: yeah and i know that you're active in other membership platforms so not necessarily well it's it's not social media it's it's a very kind of different thing altogether I suppose um when you connect with other business owners we're um in the life aligned membership together um and that's quite that's that's kind of very it's it's thriving isn't it that that um membership um yeah and I'm, I'm curious so you you have your substack you connect with others in in kind of memberships how do you market your business without a platform like instagram that perhaps i would have considered to be kind of crucial <laughs> to my marketing yeah. efforts in the past perhaps I, I still do but i'm i'm certainly you know exploring other options let's say <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, we are so conditioned to think of, you have to be on social media. If I look at my business, it's, it, yeah, as I said, I wasn't making any sales. I wasn't growing my audience hugely, uh, at least not in the place where I wanted them to be, on my newsletter or on my website. So what I do, as you said, through my Substack um where it just feels for me joyful to engage with other people. So sometimes I have weeks where I'm much more chatty with other people um, than other weeks. Also through Substack and and through other ways, people recommending me and my publication, so my Substack, my newsletter. Uh, I like talking on podcasts. So I, I try to reach out regularly to people with podcasts, and that's really helped me to also grow more of a, of a community around my business. I do the occasional workshop um, and, and, and collaboration. As you said, I'm part of the aligned community on Mighty Networks, which is a really lovely space. And finally, um, my website SEO, I do have a blog where I still post my newsletters, even though they're also now on um Substack and i still post them there because i also still use pinterest and so i post them on my blog so that i can pin them or rather that laura who i work with as a, as a virtual assistant she posts them for me so these are kind of all the ways that i market my business but i think what's what's most important is that they all feel like Small doable things that very much tie into things that I'm doing anyway. So, the blog, for instance, um, Laura now does that for me, but it's something I've already written. So, it's already served a purpose elsewhere. And that's another thing that I really disliked about Instagram is that I was creating for Instagram. And I no longer want to do that. I really feel like my marketing is more of an ecosystem now rather than just. A collection of like islands that are not connected to each other
0: yeah that's such a good point actually in terms of creating content for instagram you know you you'd do well if it lasted you know and was kind of still reaching an audience within 24 hours often it dies a lot quicker and uh the, the reach is small in comparison to kind of follower counts and you know you you put some time and effort into creating it creating the content and that longevity of how long it actually works for you as you know as a business owner is is tiny
1: yeah and that's one of the reasons why i still use pinterest is because it just older posts that are a year old or even 2 years old they're still like amongst my top pins um and I think another thing with, with Instagram, you know, people say, oh, but you can repurpose content like part of a blog post or part mm. of a newsletter, which is true, which I did. But I still had to create an image and I am probably not the most visually talented person. Um, and if, if that's creating images is something you love, that's great. But for me, that would just take so much work um, mm. to, to add that. And that's just been taken out, which feels good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you've eliminated something that you didn't perhaps necessarily enjoy. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so you're making use of Pinterest and and that's bringing in um, traffic to your website. And I'm curious, you mentioned that you've repurposed sub um, Substack posts into blog posts for your own website. Are there any disadvantages to doing that potentially from an SEO point of view?
1: In all honesty I don't know I've seen I don't know where I think last week someone suggested that there might be a disadvantage mm-hmm. but for now I don't see the disadvantage um and yeah I, I don't I, I don't I'm not seeing an effect and not seeing a negative effect um, yeah yeah yeah
0: and and you're making that content work twice as hard essentially yeah definitely yeah yeah Amazing. One other thing that I'll mention about Instagram, and then I kind of alluded to it a second ago, is that um, I'm not even sure. So you mentioned obviously having to create um, images and and for for the post. But actually, what I'm finding is, and perhaps I'm noticing it in my own behavior as well, is that often, if the text is on the image, so you know, it might be just a plain background with text on. I think I'm more likely to scroll through that now. And I'm also wondering whether that's how people are approaching it too. So actually the captions, which used to be the go-to, because I would, you know, you'd look at the image, but actually it was the caption, you know, what did someone write? Anything that's a little bit longer, I, I'm i not even certain that people are necessarily taking it in. They're just scrolling through. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's just another, another way in which the platform is changing, I think, um, that is making it more difficult, actually, to connect with your audience. Or perhaps it's just about, again, kind of adapting and changing how we do things. But it's certainly not the platform that it used to be.
1: Yeah, and I think, I mean, we haven't even talked about reels and videos and lives and whatever. <laughs> yeah. These are all, I mean, it's not my thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I know people who love doing them and who are really talented at at, at them. And if, if someone is listening and they think, oh, but I, I love doing all of that stuff, then great. You know, it please, works for some do. people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It, I think that's the important distinction is 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 identifying what works for you, what feels relatively easy to, to create, um, and doesn't feel like a chore, I guess, because ultimately, you know, if it's if it's coming easily to you, it's and and it's doing well, then then don't stop keep going because you know to to contrast my coaching account um I also have an account for my wedding photography and I couldn't be without that account it it really does drive a huge amount of traffic to my website it drives sales and it's you know a huge amount of clients come through Instagram because they go on there to seek um inspiration and obviously look at venues and then they go through that trail of like okay so who were the suppliers that were at this particular wedding and so uh, as a as a you know wedding supplier it's it feels like a crucial part of my marketing I can completely imagine that and that for
1: indeed you know the wedding photography that you do it, it lends itself so well to yeah. Yeah. Instagram because you can tag, you can just show your beautiful images. Yeah, definitely.
0: That's the interesting bit, I think, because you're tagging so many different accounts. Because obviously, you know, weddings are a kind of a team effort, so to speak, and and so you're tagging the venues, you and 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 by doing so and tagging the location, by doing so, your reach is already a little bit bigger, I'd imagine. Whereas for the coaching uh, account you know, I'm not really particularly tagging anyone unless it's a podcast episode, in which case I might tag, well, I, I would tag the the person who's who's been on it. Um location wise, you know, I might tag a city that I'm nearby, but it doesn't really it's not necessarily relevant. And I think that's the kind of difference actually that um yeah, it's 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 just getting clear on how it works for you and and is it bringing that return back as well Mm, yeah yeah amazing it's been lovely to chat (laughs) um we've covered a lot so let's wrap up here where can people find you obviously we've mentioned it but let's (laughs) let's spell it out (laughs) yeah so we can you can people can find
1: me on my website um so that's um astridbracker.com so it's astra and then b-r-a-c-k-e.com my substack um website is astra bracket.substack.com and um if people have gotten excited about substack i hope they have mm-hmm. um i'm currently just putting the finishing touches on a substack mini course uh, all about helping people use substack in their business both as a kind of marketing tool but also as part of Um, they're potentially as part of their business and as an income stream so I'm about to wrap that up Uh, so I'll send you the link for that as well when it's done
0: yeah please Um, do yeah Yeah. amazing that's really exciting thank you so much for your time today and uh, I'm sure I'll chat again to you soon (laughs) yeah it's been lovely thank you so much thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode I would be so grateful if you could share it with friends and if you can please consider leaving a review. I'll be seeing you soon.